Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You currently locked in to season three of the Porch Podcast. It's your boy, B. Jones, aka Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, aka D Nice. And you heard what Bolo just said. This is the porch. Welcome. We back again another week. First of all, thank God. Always. All the time. God is good. Come on now. And all the time. Do we mess that up? I think we did. God is good all the time. All the time. And all the time, God is good. Amen. Come on now. Amen. Man. How you feeling right now? I'm in a great mood, man. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm week great. one, at, week one on caffeine was a movie. We went crazy week one. Shout out to our first caffeine guest, Jennifer Smith, Ooh. the sex therapist, Thank came you. in with the with the heat. The fans was loving it. A whole hey, and crazy enough, a whole different perspective on the life side, on the sex side of things. I mean, come on now, like the sex side of things, a whole different world, y'all. Like. Look at you, a whole what, nother, what a you whole thought. new world. Oh, look at that. It, it ain't it. It ain't it, y'all. <laughs> nah, she, she was educating people. She was getting personal, man. And 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 I, I see y'all. We got a lot of freaky uh, Porsche fans I see now. I saw y'all in the comments. I saw y'all all week long, Bolo. They was in there going crazy, talking about their favorite position. So we got some freaky Porsche fans, Bolo. But it's all good. It's all love. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. And let me just say this. Let me go ahead and preference this, all right? This is the porch, okay? So a lot of stuff that we're going to say may come from our personal experiences, but it may not come from a personal experience, all right? So just take everything with a grain of salt. Everything that we say or everything that we give interpretations on isn't our specific lifestyle, okay? It's not what we do. It may be coming <laughs> from the chat. It may be coming from, you know, what we've heard, our experiences that we've seen before, you know what I'm saying? So everything doesn't really come from us, all right? But some have, but you got to listen to really figure it out and find out. <laughs> I had to give them that little disclosure, Bolo, let them know. Hey, it's a couple situations where folks just directly targeted us. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Hold up now. This ain't that. This ain't this. Okay. We just yeah. asking questions. All we doing. Asking questions. You know what I mean? That ain't directly meaning that we doing it or have done it or whatever the case may be. We just the ones asking the questions and moving the pen in the right direction. You feel me? But it's also saying that Maybe we are the ones, though. You just don't know. You you, you never know. know. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. You never know. But go ahead and keep listening, though. You'll figure it out. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L. E A V believe to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Now back to the porch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back again, man. 
second week on caffeine, man. For everybody that's tuned in right now, be sure be sure to share this link on your social media, on your Twitter, on your Facebook. Drop it in your group chat right now, cause we about to get active, man. It's me, and my boy Bolo, man. Today ain't no special guest today. The special guest is us, the two hosts. And you know what? I can tell. I can tell that me and you, man, we we real life brothers, bro. We came in with the black hoodies on, and you know we mm-hmm. on some other shit. I'm dressed in all black. Me and my million. Me dressed in all black. Hey. Come on now. You know, you know we locked in now, Bolo. Locked in, bro. Hey, you know the funny shit though? It's just some it's just some black shit. Like every time black folks get on the same on the same page, you always gotta find the rhythm that for other other person. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you feel that? I mean, Mm-hmm. Niggas like, yeah, yeah, like then they gotta get on the same page. Like, you ain't on the same page if you don't bust a beat out. You know what I'm saying? Same page on everything. I love it, bro. I love it, man. Well, let's get started, man. Let's start off with some sports. You know what I mean? You know, our foundation is sports. And um, obviously, man, for those you don't know, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, far east side, 317, born and raised. And my guy Bolo Bears is from the Shah, Chicago. Dang. Come on now, born and raised. So he's a Bears fan. I'm a coach fan, so you're going to always hear a little uh, trash talk, a little insight or or what have you on both the teams because that's who we repping. So there was some news on both teams this week. We're going to start with, with your squad, Bolo. The Bears traded away Robert Quinn to the Eagles for a fourth-round pick. So I got to ask you, how you feeling about the move? I mean, Robert Quinn balled out last season. I know oh. this season he ain't doing too much. So, I mean, but how are you feeling on, on the trade overall? You know, I, it's one of those things where I really won't tell until Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It, it, like you say, he's not really balling this week. I mean, this year. And the team defensively is doing pretty well. Um, he had 18 sacks last year. I think I only seen maybe one or two sacks this year on the books. So, I mean, obviously he's getting to that to that point of his career where, you know, he's on the other side, you know, where, you know, he, we want him to finish strong. But, you know, I'm I'm not going to shed no tear or, or bad nod that he, that he transitioned. Um, obviously more from a leadership standpoint, you know, in the locker room is probably the biggest thing, but you know, it, it's, it's cool to get another guy up and running it and get some fresh legs out there. I'm just concerned about like the fourth round pick. I don't know where that came from. I don't know who decided like the apples to apples type of, you know, situation, <laughs> like at least could have gave us a second round pick, you know, cause I'm, I'm oh. pretty sure Robert Quinn is going to go over there and be able to compete right away with that team. So for, for them to trade Robert Quinn for a fourth round pick, pick just kind of shows me more of like what they think of Robert Quinn, if that makes sense. Right. Like they must not really value Buddy at all right now. And they and they just want to get like get him about it. Don't, don't let me wrong. Like a fourth round pick, like there's been a lot of yeah, great yeah, no, players absolutely. who didn't got picked up in the fourth round. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel you. It's like Robert Quinn had what 18 and a half sacks last season. You know what I'm saying? I know he's older, but he just did that last season. So like don't tell me this man ain't got nothing left in the tank. So I thought you could at least got, you know, Two fourth round picks, a, a fourth and a third, a a, a a a a bag of hot Cheetos, a lemonade and a pick, like uh, some type of better deal where you could have made something happen. That's Robert Quinn, like he ain't chopped liver. So I do yeah. feel you, for, feel you on that. Like like he's cool, you know. What I mean, I think he's a great player. He's going to be a great addition, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, from my perspective, it's not an even trade though. Like even right. though I'm not too high on Robert Quinn, I still don't think it's an even trade though for somebody like that, still high caliber athlete for a fourth round pick. So I respect that, man. And that seems seem like Philly just keep getting better and better and better. They're the only undefeated team left in the league. Yeah, a lot of people think they're the best team in the league. 
You know, I don't, but they are one of the best teams for sure, regardless of where you have them ranked at. Uh, but man, I just keep getting better and keep getting strong. So like you said, you know, only time will tell and, and we shall see, but we got to move on to my Indianapolis coach who I feel like made an even bigger move, bigger decision this past week, man. You know, we took an L against the Tennessee Titans 10 to 19. And if you guys watch the game and I, and I really hate to do this. Like, I like, I never really blame a game on one player. Like I'm always, you know, as a former athlete, I understand it's a team game. So many factors goes into wins and losses, but this Sunday, man, Matt Ryan lost the game. He literally had two back-to-back picks in the second quarter, one that led uh, to a pick six, so a touchdown for Tennessee, and then the very next one led to a field goal for Tennessee. That's 10 points that we gave them. And if I'm not mistaken, both interceptions, we were in field goal range, and we have a damn good kicker. So I would like to assume we would at least make one of those field goal attempts. At least we probably make two, two out of two, but I, I would assume we at least make one. So you gotta think if he doesn't throw those two picks, that's 10 points off the board. We're there. getting at least three. Yeah, at least three. And th- I mean, th- that's the game. Our defense balled out. We didn't give him no touchdowns the whole damn game. I mean, you can what more can you ask for? So uh long story short, after the game, man. They say Matt Ryan has some type of shoulder sprain <laughs> or some type of minor shoulder injury, whatever. So he's gonna be sitting out. Um, but the surprise is that Sam Ellinger, who all season has been a a third string guy, this is second year in the season, second year in the league, excuse me, from Texas. Um, he's going to, he's now named the starter and they said the plan is for him to to start the rest of the season, regardless of when Matt Ryan is healthy and feeling good or, or Nick Foles is feeling good. It don't matter. They're going with the young guy, Sam Ellinger. And people have been asking me all week long, how do you feel, Darnell? You're the coach fan. How do you feel? And I, initially, I said, you, you know what? I don't know how I feel. Like, I really don't because we don't have any real live game footage of Sam Elliger outside the preseason. During the preseason, the man balled out. He was damn near the best quarterback this year in the preseason. I, th- I think we uh, uh, he didn't throw no picks. He was running, mobile, avoiding sacks, throwing you know throwing bombs on the field. So I love what I saw in the preseason. But I'm also a realist and understand that the preseason is the preseason. It ain't the real game. So I'm excited because, you know, it, you know, it's, it's a young guy. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, uh, it, if it does work out, you got a young guy on a, on a rookie deal who could truly change our season around for, for a low price. But on the other side, if he ends up being trash, like we're, we're, we're ruined. <laughs> we basically just benched, we benched Matt Ryan, who we're giving all this damn money to. So you just mess his confidence up. Sam Elliger, the rookie, if he goes out there and balls, you mean what? You gonna pull him and put in Nick Foles? That's not the answer. So I'm I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm I'm just there's a lot of emotions, Bolo. <laughs> and like you said, I guess time will will tell. But the one positive thing is, I know we don't have the best O line this year. So having a young guy who's mobile, who can run, who can avoid sacks, extend plays, he has a big arm. Uh, I saw a video with uh, uh Pat McAfee was talking about Sam Ellinger, just like how, how he's shaped. And the man has tree trunk, tree trunks as legs. I mean, if you see this guy picture, this guy has legs bigger than mine when I was in my prime. So the guy's strong. He looks like an NFL caliber quarterback. So, man, I, I'm wishing for the best, Bolo. <laughs> bro, <clears throat> you hear me coughing over here, bro? This shit is crazy. You all right, bro? What's going on hey, over there? Hey, Life is so crazy, bro, just because – you go anywhere, bro. You got to sneeze. You got to cough, bro. You damn got to hold that shit in because somebody going to think you got COVID. Bro, I was on a plane the other day going to Vegas, bro. And um, 
I like choked on my spit. <laughs> I don't know how it just happened. And I'm on the plane. I'm like, <clears throat> hold that shit in. Hold it in. Hold I'm it like, as soon as I call, oh, this nigga got COVID. He got the VA. You're going to hear a pin drop once you start coughing. And look, hey, one thing too. COVID has made a lot of people insensitive around this bitch. Because, look, you will sneeze, you will catch a runny nose or something, bro. Instead of somebody asking you, all right, they be like, shit, you probably need to you, you, you get tested. You, I'm like, damn, nigga, ask me if I'm okay first before you going to say I need to go get a COVID test or something, nigga. Like, I don't got COVID, nigga. My nose just running. But I hate, but I do hate when everybody say they got allergies, though, nigga. You ain't got no allergies, nigga. Everybody right. ain't got allergies. Your nose ain't just running. That's the, the hey, that that's the go to like for people who like don't feel like being by allergies. Nigga, nigga, my allergies bad. I I just get no, 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 no. I know yeah, what you ain't never had an allergy your whole life. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I feel like people can still have colds though. Like you can still get a normal cold without motherfucking giving you the third degree. But I understand it too. But I'm like, damn, it just made the world insensitive though. Don't nobody give a fuck about. I don't think we got colds no more, brother. I I, I think it's either COVID, oh, flu. Oh. That's it. Huh. You just got the cold out of the flu. You, get, you just got COVID out of the flu, huh? That's it. it colds is the body here. I don't know how they got to toss up the club. No more colds. That's wild, bro. That's wild. That's why I was literally coughing. Like, <clears throat> I'm like, let me hold this shit in. They probably think I got COVID or something. This shit is wild, bro. And I see the people right now in the comments going crazy right now. They laughing at you. So you can't even call. Hey, <laughs> a crazy place, y'all. Just ask me if I'm okay, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm good. I'm telling you. Check on my boy Bolo, man. Check on him. Check on him. Good, y'all. Look, I just. I got some ginger ale here, the purple kind. All right. I saw that. Hold it up. The purple kind, y'all. They didn't need to go ahead and add us on the ad. The Ooh. purple boy. It's the blackberry ginger ale. You know, you get a hey, the ginger ale sometimes they get a little strong and it hit the back pause. It hit the back of the throat. You know what I'm saying? And and it it it, it, it kind of went down the wrong pipe. So I was coughing and shit, <clears throat> but it's fire. But I'm good, y'all. Question okay. though, because now you got me confused. Is it ginger ale or ginger owl? You saying nigga, owl? Nigga, it's ginger owl, nigga. Nigga, it's ginger ale, bro. Nigga, I know a couple niggas named Al, but I call it ginger owl. It's ginger ale, man. Hey, let us know in the comments right now, y'all. Is it ginger, ginger ale or ginger owl? Show, show them the can real quick so, so the people can see the spelling. A-L-E. Is that owl or ale? I mean, I know it. It's probably a nigga named, I know a nigga named Al. His name is A-L. It's A-L-E. But I like to call it ginger owl. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know no young niggas named Al. I don't know. This I is an old head, ain't it? I don't. Is he an old head? He's my daddy friend. <laughs> he, old, he old nigga for real. Yeah. He be drinking and like, 40s like, and shit. The, the nigga Al Roker, the, the, the weatherman, the nigga yeah. the deal, uh, show. Yeah, yeah, lost all that weight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but back to your point though with Maddie Ice, bro. Maddie oh, yeah. Ice, you know, bro. It's a wrap. It's, it's, it's over, bro. Because think about Tom Brady too. Like, I'm, I'm going to touch on Tom Brady real quick, but with Matty Ice, bro, I feel like in this league now, bro, and the generation of athletes, bro, like D linemen, bro, are coming, becoming more and more explosive, more and more elusive, bro, more and more athletic, bro. So that just means that these quarterbacks have to be able to move more and more in this pocket, bro. And if you get these quarterbacks, bro, who could just, just think they can just sit in this pocket without moving at all and throwing the ball, bro, you in for a long trip. And I watched a couple games of the coach. You know, obviously, I live in Indy now, so I it's on TV all the time. So I'm going to watch him. You know, he don't move in the pocket. He don't have no type of movement in the pocket, no mobility, no flexibility at all. <laughs> so, I mean, there there's no chance of him being successful at a quarterback unless he has laser focus as far as throwing the ball. Like, precision has to be on a 1,000, you know. Right. And obviously, right now, that's not the case. So, you know, it's kind of like you got to – hey, just like they do my boy Justin Fields. Hey, you know, they got Justin Fields – 
fucking playing like a high school quarterback. He's running <laughs> that thing, bro. Sometimes his first primary is to run. He ain't yeah. got no fucking receiver to throw the ball to. He's just going to take off. So Hey, y'all winning games, so hey. And we won, bro. We went on 23-0 lead, bro. I mean, the Pats going through their own little turmoil, too, at the quarterback spot. But hey, game, ain't though. your fault, right. Win, win games. Justin Fields did his thing, man. He threw the ball a few times, bro. He ran. Yeah, and that's what the that's what the league is about, bro. You think about all your quarterbacks besides like Aaron Rodgers, bro. All of these other top tier quarterbacks, bro, are moving in the pocket. They're able to throw the ball. They're able to throw in the run, and they're also able to run out the pocket and you know make defenses commit. You're gonna commit to this 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 pass game, or you're gonna come down and, and come tackle the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Which allows the the pass game to open up a little bit. So it's like you gotta pick one, man. You're making a good point, bro. Lord. I mean, because I, I I agree with you, bro. And I was th- thinking about this kind of the other day because, like you mentioned, Tom Brady, he's struggling right now. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, he's struggling right now. Not not fully because of Aaron Rodgers. You know, some of his receivers is tripping. Yeah. But still, Aaron Rodgers ain't, 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 ain't on point like he's usually been. A lot mm-hmm. of these old heads, bro, are struggling right now. Is it – so let me ask you, is it is it out with the old, in with the new? Is it a wrap for the old heads? Bro, it's out with the old, it's in with the new, bro. Mm. In, the next, in the next five to ten years, bro, it's going to be a requirement for this quarterback, for these quarterbacks to be dual threat. You're going to have to be a th- you're going to have to be a dual threat quarterback to be successful in the league, bro. Because when you think about these DNs, bro, you think about these linemen, bro, these linebackers, bro, the way they moving and grooving, bro, chasing shit down, bro. You're going to have to move in the pocket, bro. Old linemen can't only hold for so long, so yep. either you're going to have to roll a, roll out. Make these defenses commit, you know, and, and get an open guy. You can't just sit in the pocket and, and just think you're going to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. That's a good-ass point. Unless, unless you just laser focus. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm not banking on my quarterback to be a 1,000% every game. You know, what I mean, even, even the guys who have, like, amazing arms, like a Patrick Mahomes, he still can run. He, he runs for first down. He's he rolling out. He's running for first down. Josh Trevor Allen. Lawrence, who, who's a young Trevor guy. Moore. Josh Allen. They all can Trevor move Jackson. around. Kyle, Kyler Murray. Come on. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Come on, bro. Even, even Dak can move around a little bit. Dak, like the list goes on. Russell Wilson, like even though he's down, he's able to move out the pocket and make things happen, bro. Like this is what Tua. the game is moving to. <laughs> yeah. Bro, so like. Huh? <laughs> I was about to say his name wrong. I was going to say Tua, but Tua. Tua Toga Valor. Say it one more time. Tua Toga Valor. Come on now. Hey, he hey, he balling. That's what I'm he saying, balling. bro. He's moving. He moving. He moving in the and if you look at the college quarterbacks who are going to be in the league here soon, you think about C.J. Stroud. You think about uh, Bryce Young. They moving. They mobile. They moving around. So it's going to just keep. Bro, it's bro. Let me say, it's, it's, it's the black quarterback era, and I love it. Black quarterback. It's time. I love it. Or it's just like, you know, Josh Allen, he gonna he gonna run too and he gonna run your ass over. Josh Allen, he mixed a little bit. I like the way he played, bro. He, he, he mixed, he can wrestle, he mixed. Bro, he he run, he got he talk, he talk shit. He got a little yeah. swag to him. I say he somewhere yeah. down the line, he got a he got a black uncle or something. Like Josh Allen. Hey, on live. Hey, so speaking of football, before we transition, um, it's only right to highlight Jackson State. They Ooh. will be one. College game day, HBCU, y'all, on college game day. Something has never been done before, y'all. So say what y'all want about Dion. I don't care how arrogant you may think he is, bro. He's moving the pin in the right direction, bro, and changing the whole narrative between D1, D1, 1A, and HBCU swag football, bro. It's it's, it's going to become one. 
All right, here in a minute. The way things are moving in, in that direction, bro, and his son, bro, out here playing phenomenal, bro. And, it, yeah. and it's not even just in the swag, bro. I believe that he he probably would go to any school in the country, bro, and probably put on the same show. Oh, for sure. He could have went to a big school. He just wanted to go to HBCU with his father. So, no, nah, that's a big deal, man. And, you know, I'm a Fox guy, so hopefully Big Noon can do the same thing either this season or next season. Big Noon, you know what I'm saying? You know, we competing with those boys over there. Start with an E, end with an N, but still it's a big move, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to HBCU. Shout out to Prime, man. If he ain't swag, then what's swag if he ain't swag? You know what I'm saying? So, Shout out to Prime, and you got to love it. Shout out to the HBCUs, man. I, I know it's homecoming season, too. A lot of homecomings going on right now. Some pass and stuff. And I'm just looking at all the HBCU shit, bro. I'm like, man, I never should have went to HBCU, bro. I don't know what I was missing out on, bro. I was missing out on a whole lot. Like, I, shit I've never even been to one, even post. Like, I still want to go to one just to experience it, bro. If I know. Bro, I didn't really know. Like, I didn't know a lot about HBCUs in high school. I didn't know a lot about college, bro. I'm the first one from the family you, to really go to right a though. college, bro. Right. We want, right. They wasn't talk Like, I knew it was a historic, historically black college, but in terms of, like, the, the importance, the how yeah, the culture was, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking just D1, bro. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I want to play at the highest level. I believe I'm that talent. I'm that caliber. I'm going D1, straight D1. But that was my mindset. Absolutely. And, and it, it, as it should be, and as it will can always continue to be, uh, you know, by the time, you know, kids get, my kids get older, you know, I, I believe shit, there, there's going to be a point where there's going to be enough resources allocated to a lot of these HBCUs, bro, where they're going to be on the same page, bro, in the next yeah. 25 years, bro. You can already see, you know, the facilities that Dion is putting together. And then you got, you know, uh, my guy up here at uh, Tennessee State, uh, Eddie George, Eddie right? George, yep. Eddie George, Tennessee State. So you got all these guys that, you know, got a good name behind them with a lot of resources potentially could, you know, change the narrative, bro. So, I mean, that conversation we had back in the day about, you know, if my kid going Power 5 or HBCU, you know, shit, it may be a different discussion, bro, here in the next 15, 20 years, honestly. Oh, facts, bro. If HBCUs were, were like all D1, high caliber, I definitely would go. Like, why not? I'm black. I have to go here, learn, be around all my people, learning about my people, play for my people. Like, come on now. It's different. So, nah, you right, bro. I think it is changing. And a lot of that is due to the, the prime times, the 80 Georges of the world and all these guys going back and really investing in, in, in the HBCU. So, now nah, you love to see it. And hopefully, man, I got to go to one of these homecomings probably next year, man. Just, just – just kind of walk around and just be a part of it because I've, I've be, never bro. been, bro. So it's one of those things, bro. Like, I, I've only went to like a couple, bro. So, I, my sister go to Alabama AM, shout out to AM down there, uh, in, in Alabama, bro. And it's just like when you get there, bro, it's just like everybody invited to the barbecue, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's just like love, like everybody's just welcoming, everybody's showing love, you know what I'm saying, and just having a good time, bro, you know, and, and people just kicking it. Like, we had the game, and the way they got the stadium up, you could still see like the tailgate lot. And like motherfuckers just kicking it. Like instead of going to the game, you got people just pulling up with they with they coolers and shit. Even after the game, going straight to the tailgate spot. Out there queuing, just kicking it, bro. Just ribs, brats, bro. Anything, bro. He's talking about some brats. All that nigga always want a brat. You know what I mean? Burnt down the middle, put a little mustard on that motherfucker. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> love brats, boy. Yeah, That's they don't eat brats out here in L.A., nigga. They, they eat hot links. Hot links. Hot links fire too, but like when I when I bring on bright like what's, what's a broad? They, they red. Red a little bit, you know. Them what I mean? the, is them the ones that be tied at the end like a balloon? I know what you're talking about. Nah, they, I don't nah, them a little they hot links are damn near like brats. 
I know what you're talking about. Cause I used to ask the same question, a little red oh, load. Yeah. Cause you get in a board, them motherfuckers like, on top of the stove, niggas some hot water. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't. Them bitches, them bitches, them bitches explode up. Like Y'all know we talking about in the comments. If you a real, if you a real nigga, you know we talking about in the comments, nigga. I grew up on bologna sandwiches with the red little thing around the outside. You got to pull it off. Fried bologna and egg with salami, nigga. Put the bread together like this, nigga. I eat that I right up now. Hamburger helper, boy, with corn in it. Ooh, cheeseburger helper, nigga. Stop playing. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger helper. Man. Yeah. Man. Good I still eat that shit. I How still like that shit. Yo, you I, don't, you I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Hey, y'all, Bolo booze you with it. Bolo, Bolo, he came from. He booze you with it. I ain't booze. Don't let him fool you. Hey, look. Hey, that, that, that caffeine money didn't came in, bro. But bro, bro didn't switch up. <laughs> look, I, ain't, look, I ain't switched up. I ain't switched up. Shit too expensive out here, y'all. I ain't trying. I ain't leave cap to y'all, bro. It's so goddamn expensive out here, boy. My bro. My, bicycle, my, my bro said no cap. <laughs> that was corny. But but now nah, let's move on, man. Um. To look more of a serious topic, I, I know you got a strong opinion on Kanye West, man. He's been in the news nonstop last few weeks, man, for the wrong reasons. Um, you know, said some dangerous kind of comments towards the, the Jewish community, which have uh, all these sponsors is uh, pulling away from him. I see Adidas pulled away from him. Chase Bank said they're not holding his money no more. Um, I think Gap, like literally everybody's just, like pulling the string from him. You know, he's getting canceled by all the fans. Um, and yeah, man, so I, it's just so much going on with the Kanye situation. It's hard to even keep up with. But you, Bolo, obviously from Chicago, been a long time Kanye fan, um, musically, obviously. So I just want to ask you this, just what's your opinion on just what's going on? Yeah, no, facts. Um, I, I mean... Kanye, what he's doing right now, I mean, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna sugarcoat it. Like it's fucked up. Like where everything he's saying, everything he's doing at this point in time is fucked up. Like, right. But at the same time, y'all, you know what I mean? I feel like at the same time, how many straws can break the camel's back? You feel what I'm saying? Like, especially for, for my people, you know what I'm saying? I think we wait, you know, he said a lot of shit where I feel like he should have been, he he should have been canceled, you know what I mean? With, with, with cover some of the shit that he had already said in the beginning. You right. know what I'm saying? He said a lot of shit where we were like, whoa, like. You know, white lives matter and George Floyd, all that woo woo. Like slavery was a choice, like way back. Slavery was a choice. That that should have been some shit that we already should have addressed with him, where we should have canceled him then. But y'all wait for these big companies and you know for the media to attach to it, and you know for him to attack somebody else, not even us, for us to finally cancel him. That's my mm. whole thing. Like, don't just don't 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 wait till he he do somebody else wrong to cancel him. We should have did it when he did us wrong. You know what I'm saying? So. My thing is, it's like, you can't be on the fence with this. It's just, he says the right or left, you know what I'm saying? So the shoes, the merch, all that stuff, like, if you don't, if you don't rock with him, don't rock his shit. You know what I'm saying? Six months from now, like, just pick, just, just pick, pick a side, stay strong with it, and just go from there. You know what I'm saying? I don't, <clears throat> I'm not going to give y'all what my thought process is on it, but at the same time, I think a lot of y'all are just always heavily influ influenced by the media and what people say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all so quick to just take a side on what certain situations is. But it's like we should have already been at that point based upon the previous situations that already happened. Like, don't let somebody else from the outside go ahead and make that comment on something. And now you're going to pick a side because somebody else said something. Mm. Like, I feel like we always just so quick to jump to something when somebody else do something. Like, I was, for one thing, bro, I was thinking about the Michael Vick. Obviously, what Michael Vick did was fucked up, right? When the media jumped on him, guess what happened? The black people jumped on him, too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I feel like every time there's a certain situation, you know, instead of us, 
making making the necessary adjustments or changes. We wait for somebody else to do it to, for us to go ahead and just jump on somebody else's back and, and, and be like, oh, well, shit, the straw broke my back, but I'm going to keep moving, but I'm going to go ahead and wait for something else to happen for it to really, you know, break my back. Come mm. on, man. Shit, shit wild, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and at the end of the day, like, I ain't, like, I, I fuck with Kanye on the music side. Like, what he's doing right now is, is completely, you know, trash. It's wrong. It's dumb. It's stupid. You're losing a lot of deals because, because of it. But, like, I mean, I, I lost respect for him way back when, you know what I'm saying, because of the shit that he was saying about slavery being a choice and him not really valuing black people. That's why I lost respect for him way back when. You know right. what I'm saying? I fuck with him just because of, you know, late registration, college dropout. Like, I fuck with that Kanye. You know what I'm saying? So, don't, like, get it misconstrued on, like, my thought process around the situation. I just hate how, like, we move as a society, bro. Like, we let the media dictate how we want to cast judgment or say something about somebody in certain situations and scenarios, which is corny. Yeah. Nah, you hitting that right on the head, bro. You basically saying, like, like, like be consistent, be consistent and, and have and have your own mind. Don't be influenced by everybody else. Don't be so scared to speak your truth and your opinion. And don't be so heavily influenced by what other people are saying. A lot of times in t- today's society, people want to say what's popular. They want to move with the popular opinion. They want to move with, 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 with uh, what's considered safe or whatever the people are saying. Instead of just speaking whatever your truth is, whatever that may be. You know what I'm saying? And like, I agree with you. Like, it's obvious. What Kanye's saying is, is wrong, it's, 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 it's foul, it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? With you having such a big following, saying anything that's dangerous to any community, you know what I'm saying, could, could be harmful. So, like, uh, that, that's crazy. So, I'm not, again, like you said, we're not defending him by no means. We're just saying that from the fan standpoint, from the people, like, y'all, like you said, you should have been off, off him, if, if that's, that's the case. Go ahead and act on that shit right now. Don't wait for somebody else to go ahead and, and make right. a move. And now you're just bandwagging it. Yep, 100%, man. So, you know, you know, so I'm with you, bro. And, and, and listen, I, I'll say this because this is, you know, as a Christian man, I still want to pray for Kanye and just hope that, again, we know he has some mental problems and things like that. I don't know all the specific details, whatever, but whatever he's going through that's triggering him, whatever, I just pray that he gets the necessary help. You know what I'm saying? I, I pray that he has the right people in his circle telling him what he needs to hear, not what he wants to hear. Because I know I know one of my homies out here fooling like that. He going I'm gonna check him. If you care about somebody, you love him, you're gonna check him. You're not gonna just let him go out there and say whatever. So hopefully he has the right people in his circle and he ain't got some yes man and yes women just standing around him, just want to say what he wants to hear so they can get paid. You know what I'm saying? And um, I pray for you know anyone who's been affected by his comments, you know, as well. So Let's move on to our question of the day, man. You out here spitting game. That's what hey, for the new the new Porsche fans. Bolo gonna drop some gems every single episode. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And that's why you my dog, bro. See, you know you just show love, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with giving somebody they flowers, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro. There you go. That's your flyer. <laughs> yes, sir, man. But hey, we got a pretty pretty spicy question of the day. Did did you want to go ahead and set it up, bro? Do you want me to do? It? How you want to do this? <laughs> Y'all ready for this? It's about to be a lot of arguments in the household, y'all. Yes, we, it we, is. We get y'all thought, thought process and opinions on there, bro. Without further ado, I'll, we'll give it to you, bro. Go ahead, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So there's always been debates on, like, you know, who's the head, head of the household? You know, should, should men automatically be the head of a household, et cetera? Uh, does money, does money matter? Things of that nature. So, you know, we want to ask you guys this, and we're going to obviously discuss it right here on the porch. 
is the house is the home ran by the breadwinner Mm. So regardless if you know if it's, if you husband wife whatever you know you are if you make the money in the household does that mean you are the head of the household or if you're you know uh 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 if you're the man you just automatically the head of the household so but I'm gonna talk to you first because I'm interested to hear what you're gonna say and I'm gonna let y'all know what I what I think man oh man don't be I scared think it's, uh, I think it's uh I think it's situational though I hate to be that guy. But I do think it's situational, though. Um, naturally, okay, let's just think about, you know, a household, a man and a woman. Let's just kind of put it in that perspective, yeah. right? Um, naturally, what, what people think is, like, the man is the the security, you know what I mean? He's a safe haven, you know, um, makes certain calls around the house, things like that. And that's just, that's typical. And that may be old school to some people, right? Right. Um, but typically, we do say the man runs the household. Uh, but typically what we've seen also growing up is like the man going to work and the woman working in the house and the woman cleaning and the woman running with the kids and the man working all night and just coming home to cook dinner. That was just like that old school fall that we used to see, right? But now we got these strong, independent women who going out there and they getting it and they out here making this bread and they making more women, more money than men now, right? right. So now there's a balance now where you got men making the same amount and you got you know, uh, women making the same amount. But now in our world, now our new generation, speaking on millennials specifically, you know, women, women want, they want more power too. And they want, they want their, their, their cake. And they want to be able to, you know, do what they need to do and make certain calls and adjustments in the household as well. So I say that to say men run the household. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all like that build up, didn't y'all? Y'all love the build up. Uh, I was getting there, setting y'all up. Y'all thought I was gonna go there, but yeah, yeah, man, man. I think men run the household, bro. Just from a simple point of like, I don't even think it's a compensation type of thing that's involved, though. It's just, you know, it's just a lot of things in the household that I just think that, you know, um, a, a man, you know, speaking on, on myself alone, that I would just want to take care of myself that I would not want my my woman to do right mm -hmm. out doing outside things, right? Or doing the dirty work or getting the door and, and, and answering questions or handling the business aspects out of things. Like all of those things, you know, obviously kind of culminate into your household and like certain hard decisions or having hard conversations. Like I want to be the leader in my household to have those conversations and, you know, to make sure that my wife is not put in bad situations. And I think my goal is always to protect my family you know what I mean? And, and make the right decisions to put my family in the best position for them to be successful and also for them to be safe. So with that being said, you know, if my wife did make more money than me, you know, I would still consider myself, you know, just the, the man of the household. I, I would still consider that I, I run the house, though. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my thought, y'all. Don't kill me. That's just my thought. I know they mad in the comments right now, man. Make sure y'all, hey, y'all sharing this link right now. Drop it in your group chat, ladies, because we definitely want y'all opinions right now in the chat. Fellas, drop it in your group chat. We about to get spicy, man. So let me get my take. Let me get my two cents. The man run the household. Ooh. Point blank, period. I don't care about no money. I don't Ooh. care if he at the crib. I don't care if he work at Dollar General making minimum wage. Oh. The man run the household for a lot of reasons that you just listed, Bolo. And I'm gonna just add, add some more to it. I mean, when you think about a relationship, who's who's the protector? You know what no. I'm saying? Who's protecting the home? If we outside walking, walking around, walking to the store, whatever the case may be, and, and there's a violent situation going on, who's gonna be the guy who's gonna be the person who's gonna step up to the plate? The man. 
Who's going to be the one that makes sure that the kids and the wife is safe? Who's going to turn around, take that bullet for the family? You can't expect your wife to, to, to cover up the man and the kid. I would call you a, 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 a bitch if you a man and you let your woman cover you up and cover the kids up and, and defend y'all and take the bullet. Thanks. You a grown man. Protect your family. I will die for my wife. I'm not Please. saying she wouldn't die for me, but that's not the expectation. I that it's expected Please. as a man to die for your family, for your people. Point blank, period, bro. And, and, and that's just the natural. That's the natural ability, bro. It ain't so, nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry. Call it old school. Ain't nothing wrong with that. We want to serve and protect. And like you said, bro, you made a good point, bro. Like there's a lot of situations where you know you may have a very successful woman, bro, where she is, you know rich or she's an actor or entertainer or whatever the case may be and she has a husband that you know is maybe her manager or you know obviously living off her income because she makes so much and she doesn't have to be the one you know he doesn't have to be the one to go into work because she's making so much money uh that 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 individual that man he still runs the household yes. right um, and and i and i'm not genderizing the situation it could be two women in a situation right if two yeah. women and if there's a woman a woman in the household who has taken that lead to protect the household and to do what i call like the dirty work and you know like you said to be the one to take that bullet then that is the woman who runs the household y'all you know what i'm saying period. like a dollar ain't nothing but a dollar at the end of the day. You feel what I'm saying? Piece so, of paper that, that we decided to act, make it worth something. And you, and you eliminate that and what you have. You still got that person who's going to protect. You still got that person who's going to be there, you know, to take care of their family, have the hard conversations. Like, that will never waver. Like, there's no variables with that. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much money you make, how much money you don't make, that doesn't change that identity of that person. Yeah, you know, and again, like we're not saying like it's not a partner, it's still a partnership. I'm not saying like it's like a dictatorship, like the men we say this, this what it is. Nah, it's a it's all everything's a partnership. There's gonna be things that the woman decides on that we're gonna roll with, things that the man decides mm -hmm. on that we roll with. But like you said, when it comes to the nitty-gritty decisions that are just tough and and, and your and your wife, your woman just kind of uncomfortable, don't really even want to deal with it. That's when the man say, you know what, I got this. Step back, I got it. I'm taking yeah. care of it. Don't worry about it. The numbers, the business, the the, the conversations, the, the discussions, the man's supposed to take care of it. Ain't nothing wrong. I look, but look, I told my girl, like, the goal for me in my life is put her in position where she don't have to work. Like, if yeah. she wants to work, cool. That's the, that's the, that's the end play. But I don't want her, I don't want her to feel like she has to get up every day and like, oh, man, I got to go to work again tonight. Like, no, nah, I don't want you to feel like that. As a man, I want to be able to take care of everything and, uh, not everything, literally, but in terms of like the, the the money, the bills, the so you ain't got to worry about the main stuff. You know what I'm saying? So where you could be stress free, and we could just have fun together, help help with stuff around the home. And maybe I am a little bit more old school, I will admit. But when I say that, don't get me wrong, I don't mind. When, like I love that women has power and they're making money and they're getting jobs. Y'all should have been had that. But at the same time, though, as a man, I don't know if it's ego or just how we built. Like I I want to be able to provide that lifestyle for you without you needing to work. If you work, it's just because like, it's your dream. It's like something that you want to do. It's like a, you know what I mean? You starting a business, a club, like whatever it is, but it, it ain't like you get them every day, just hating your job and you have to go because rent has to be paid or mortgage has to be paid. It's like, nah, baby, I got that. You know what I'm saying? You do your thing. You take care of some other stuff and let's just grow together and be happy. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the vibe I'm on. That's the, and that's the end goal, bro. Like I don't want my wife to work. I don't want her to stress. Like, Anything that she feels that she needs to do, if she work, if she wants to work, that's something that she do. And and obviously, y'all know, man. Like, 
you know, you know, we got and I and I got me me personally, you know, I got a I got a beautiful black queen. So say that, about, say that. Got up. If you know about the beautiful black queens out here, right? We know that they're strong. We know that they dominate. We know that they're assertive. So no matter how much I say I run the household, they're still going to sprinkle in whatever they need to sprinkle in at no at, at no point at any point at any point they're gonna sprinkle in their little flavor or whatever. They're gonna salt bed. They're gonna salt bed. They're gonna salt bed. So it, even though I'm saying like you know I run the household, you know I I make I'm making decisions. Best believe the queen is, you know, even if I think a decision has been made, she will go on there and flip it, turn it and screw it around just to make sure that it's cool. Or even if the decision is cool, she's just going to make sure she put the finishing touches on that motherfucker and go ahead and put some sprinkles on that bitch just to make sure that she stamped it. So yep. we ain't we ain't saying we ain't saying that we go ahead and, and, and it's like my way on the highway. But I'm just letting y'all know that at the end of the day, though, that that is a collective agreement that. I'll handle the dirty work and I'll run the household. And yeah. that's what it is. That does not mean a woman doesn't make decisions. So women, go ahead and listen to the whole podcast, right? Don't turn it <laughs> off when you said men run run the household, okay? Right, I'm just right. that we do, but y'all have a strong play and a strong yeah. situation as well. I mean, you so. think about the jungle, you think about just, I mean, the lions and bears, like naturally, like that just, that's what it is. Like, the king, man, he going around crawling around like this, man. He, he take care of his family. And, and what y'all don't know is the lioness. Say they're it. the ones who do the hunting. Say that. Say that, Bolo. Let them know. You know what I'm saying? And, and guess what? If some hyenas or some other type of animals come, guess who coming to save the day and protect the herd? <sighs> Lion King, motherfucker. Lion King. That nigga be at home sleep like this, nigga. While the wife, the, the lioness is getting the food and stuff ready. As soon as he hears some beef, he the one eye open up. He yawn. Yeah. And it's beef. <laughs> he didn't rest it all day, Bolo. He ready. <laughs> ready. Ready, y'all. So, you know, shout out to the lioness. Yeah. And the king. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. We're going crazy on the porch right now, man. If you ain't if you ain't followed the channel, the comedy press channel, hit that follow button right now and also follow the porch podcast. We on caffeine right now as well. Follow both pages. We're going crazy, man. But what else we got, man? We got we got we all gotta end in end with something just just fun, just loose, this just just hit. What you got on your mind? I can tell you got something. Now before we get here, y'all look, so I'm, I'm gonna keep it real, 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 real with y'all. All right, I don't even know how many reels that just was, but I'm not the biggest basketball fan, right? Okay. But when certain situations happen in the world of basketball that catches my attention, I feel like there's a need for me to display it, right? Okay. Okay. Bro, what the fuck going on with the Lakers, bro? <sighs> like the Lakers, they're 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 just doing they're so bad in so many different ways, bro. And like I said, I'm not too big into the basketball side, but I know AD probably gonna get hurt here in about three hours, right? I know Russ can't put up a shot to save his life. Oh, all right. Man. I know. Patrick Beverly, bro, just over coaching. He just coaching just to talk. He just talking just to talk, right? And then LeBron just chilling. He waiting on his son to get to the league. So I don't know what's going on in the Lakers right now, dog. I think you just broke it down perfectly. What's going on, man? Um, Lord have mercy. It's early now. It's only been what I think at this point it's been like four games, four or five games, whatever. Super duper early. So we, we shall see. But man, they're not looking so hot right now, man. Um. Let's start start with, with with Westbrook, who I'm who I'm still a fan of. Let me make this clear. I do think the backlash on Westbrook going all the way back since last year has been harsh. Now, has he been playing poor? Yes, this especially this season. 
He's been he's been playing very poor. I think shooting under thirty percent from the field or from the three point line. I mean, the guy like I mean, he's he's been he's making bad decisions on the court, like taking last uh, uh, minute shots. You know that he shouldn't be taking. Like he he's been playing bad. So I don't mind the basketball criticism, but man, we acting like this guy ain't no future Hall of Famer. This guy ain't ain't, ain't still got the athleticism in his triple tank. Triple-double king. Yeah, like this guy in the triple-double king, a guy who, who plays at – he's one of the hardest-working basketball players I've ever seen in my life in terms of effort on both sides of the court. And um, I, I will say this, man. I think Charles Broggy spoke on this, like, last week. I think being with the Lakers has taken away, like, like his, his love for the game, his spirit. Like, he's out there – yeah. He's nonchalant. He's not playing with the same effort. He's not. He's walking away from the huddles early. He's kind of just playing like he don't really care. And obviously, it's a bad look. But put yourself in his shoes, man. You play. You play for a team who's been trying to trade you all off season. They're still in trade talks right now during the season. It's like, bro, imagine you in a relationship with a girl, and you know she out here looking for another dude. Like, like she's actively looking for another dude. She's staying with you for right now because she because she feels like she's stuck. She has to, but she's actively on the market. Ain't no way you about to be coming home really like going hard, bringing her roses and and cooking some salmon, sweet potatoes, and motherfucking broccoli. Ain't no way you about to be doing that when you know she out here doing her own thing. She don't even really want you. So that's probably how Westbrook feels. Like Lakers don't even want me. I ain't about to get out my full effort. And the problem is with that is he's not playing well. So the trade market to even try to trade him is it ain't no, no, no teams really want him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's one, that's one of the biggest issues. Number two, Lakers ain't got no shooters on the court. We got Ooh. like Austin Reeves is cool. We got this guy, Matt Ryan. We signed briefly. I don't know how long he's going to be on the team. They okay. But we ain't got no real shooters on the court. And LeBron's LeBron's teams, when he like, when he's had successful teams, he's always had shooters around him. He drives, he kicks it out. So he ain't got that. Now, look, LeBron's still good, but he's not number one player in the league type good. He's probably top 10 now at this point, but he ain't, he's older. He shouldn't be number one. So he can't really lead the team fully like that. So the answer really is Anthony Davis. He's the guy who still young, still in his prime, can shoot, can get to the basket. He's strong, but you hit the nail right on the head. We can't count on Buddy because the man is always on the fucking ground, always getting hurt, always falling on his. He, he played like a point guard. Like, get up. Why you keep falling? Get up. He cannot drop. Bro, this man falls to the ground, to the court, at least four times a game. If you a betting man, betting woman, go on betonline.com right now. See if they got a parlay that says how many times will Anthony Davis fall on the court and, and, and go with the over. Because I'm telling you, this man falls and hits the court so many damn times, and we wonder why he's hurt. He too big. When you 6'11", 7'4", he can't be hitting the ground. <laughs> so, man, that's that's the problems right now, man. It's, it's chaos in L.A. I'm a Lakers fan. This shit's stressful. Like, I'm pissed off. I don't know. Hey, y'all. There you have it, y'all. Hey, that's a very <laughs> pissed off Lakers fan, y'all. And my dog in L.A. too, so he, he probably feeling it. Every day he feel the energy in the city and what's going on. I bet people ain't really too fond of tuning in to the Lakers game now nowadays, man. But it's early in the season, so we ain't going to put the car before the horse and just totally rule these guys out so hopefully they can make a turnaround because I would hate to see LeBron not make it to the playoffs two years in a row. Bro, so that would be that really way, bad. That would be really bad for his legacy. Obviously, he's a great basketball player, one of the best in the world, but for somebody to be on the back end of his career and, and not finish the way he wants, he wants to, it could be real ugly. 
But um, want to transition before we end the show. Put you on the spot real quick. We got scenario time, baby. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. In my head, We're talking about relationships, right? Scenario, boom. Here we go, Porsche family. Go ahead, ask a friend, ask a loved one, ask them what they think. All right, you've been in a relationship for six years that just ended dramatically, mm. right? Ended dramatically, six years. Damn, who knows? You could have married her. Probably couldn't. Who knows? But six years is a long time to develop a relationship, right? So the relationship ends dramatically. One year later, she's dating one of your good friends, right? Now, they hit it off. They're doing extremely well. That following year, they send you a wedding invite. Mm. Are you going and are you talking to that friend? Bro, there's a lot of... I, there's a lot of uh, information I need to know. Like, first of all, did did my homie come to me to 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 get my nope. blessing? Nope. So no nope. blessing. It, so so I'm surprised, basically. Surprised. And then I still okay. So they together for a year. I'm assuming during that year I'm not really communicating with them. And then, but I still somehow get get away. But, but you but you you probably communicate with them. Say this ain't this ain't your this he ain't he ain't in your circle, but he in your circle though. Mm. He ain't in, everybody got a circle, right? You got a circle. And then you got a tighter circle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, the tighter right. circle, you probably gonna talk to your tighter circle, probably, you know what I mean? Two or three times a week, you know what I mean? Probably every day. You know, your your wide circle, whenever it's an event, you know you're gonna see him. Right. Whenever right. it's the time to kick it, you know you're gonna see him type shit. So they in your out circle. Mm, okay, okay. Hell no, I ain't going. Fuck, I'm about to go. For what? Why am I at the wedding for? One, you ain't my homie, homie anyway, in general, before this. Two, you gonna get what my he ain't my homie, homie, homie though. But he your homie though. You gonna press him? Um, bro. Well, he would have got pressed before the wedding point. He would already got pressed. That's my so point. He would have got pressed okay, early. So you you would have pressed him in the beginning. Hella early. Like you didn't come to me, bro. Like hold on, bro. The thing about this, like let's make this shit personal, nigga. We both married. Knock on wood. It's not gonna happen. Imagine we 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 our girls leave us. We break with our girl, whatever. And one of your homies, nigga, is with your 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 woman. You been with? Come on, bro. You got kids and shit, but I'm married. What the hell, bro? Hell no, nigga. I'm trying to think about what I, I'm gonna call my niggas right now and, and this dog, nigga, for even thinking about this shit. Like, nigga, what? I was thinking about. It. I'm just making sure you wouldn't. <laughs> hell no. Are you going? You like something? Like, like you about to go? Hey, I asked you the question, brother. Ah. I plead the fifth. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all scenario basis, hey, because. Let me go ahead and break it down for y'all before we end off the porch. If they go ahead and jump in a relationship that quick like that, it made it might have been something already in the movement, you know what I'm saying? When y'all was already in a relationship. So that's something now I'm pressing you on. You probably was fucking with my chick when we was together, type shit. I don't Ooh. care what you do, that it's over. I ain't gonna kick in and be your boy no more. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna press you on the fact that I probably was hanging out with you and we was kicking it, and you probably was warming up the pot. Mm. Now so you own to some. Now you own to some, Bolo. So that's that's so that's when I'm pressing the issue. But if you go ahead and do your thing, if my if my ties are already cut with that with that individual, and my homeboy uh, thinks that the relationship with her is better than the relationship with me, then I'm you know what I mean. I'm gonna chuck up the deuces. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna wish y'all the best, but I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all be in happy happy life. You feel what I'm saying? Only but way I'm, I'm pulling up, bro. If I pull up to the wedding, I'm pulling up to cause cause problems. I'm, I'm pulling up drunk. How you say it? Chaos. Chaos. I'm bringing me a bad shorty with me. This a flex. 
I'm I'm making all types of noise during the wedding and shit. I'm I'm it's I'm stepping on the damn what's it called the uh what's it called the the the, the long part of the dress that they hit the ground. What's it called uh, the yeah. the train or something? It's called something like that. I'm stepping on that motherfucker when they walk past me in the aisle. Yeah. I'm causing chaos at the wedding if you invite. Because if you invite me, I feel like I'm going to disrespect. Like, to, to, to even sit, to even think about bringing me on is very disrespectful. Like, it's almost like you're talking shit almost. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's weird. Yeah, yeah. That. That that's yeah, so. But y'all let us know in the comments what y'all think, man. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm petty, man, but. Bolo got me hot. I'm almost, I'm almost took my shirt off on the porch real quick, boy. You go ahead. Call her right now. What you doing? <laughs> okay. Send me your location right now. <laughs> man, man, you out here clouded, man. But we had another good one, man. And before we go, I do, I do want to uh, give my fellas uh, some, some little, some a little bit of game, man. If you're yeah. trying to uh, get to that next base with your lady, if you, if, if if you are married, man, you're trying to keep things interesting in the household, man. Get you some Creed, man. It's, the, it's some of the best smelling cologne out there, man. I'm telling you, if you're a single man, you put this on, the lady's going to be chasing you. If you're in a relationship, you're a married man, your woman going to be all over you, man. If you ain't got none in a couple weeks, man, you know, marriage can be kind of crazy sometimes. You ain't got none to go with. Put a little. And she's going to be back on you going crazy, man. Like a cowgirl going crazy, man. I'm hey, telling you, if you. if how, you, how many How many times you put on. Put on uh cologne. You probably hit that bitch about eight times, boy. If you in need, get you some creed. If you want to succeed, get you some creed. Say it with me in three. One, two, three, creed. And only do that shit two times. Go ahead, hit the back of the back of the hand here, hit the neck, rub that shit. I ain't trying to smell your ass two miles away before you come with that strong ass cologne. All right, go ahead and spread twice, and that's just as nice. All right, more than that. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that shit. You feel me? While we out here flowing and rapping, my boy said it spreads twice and it's just as nice. Facts. Don't be spraying all that goddamn cologne. I'm 280, bro. I need I need a little bit more than you, though. Yeah, bro. Hey, big niggas always got the most cologne on. Big niggas, big niggas cologne be strong as fuck. I be I be smelling big niggas before I before I even see them. I be like, damn, that's that's big folks over there coming around the corner. He got all that goddamn cologne. Smell his ass before I see him, boy. Chris Knight ass niggas, right? Be big as hell on them. <laughs> That's silly, bro. Hey, on that note, man. Hey, we appreciate y'all. We love. We, hey, man, we love y'all, man. Hey, this is caffeine, y'all. Episode two, Deports Podcast underscore. Hey, for all, hey, for all your listening podcasts. Hey, go ahead, check us out, man. Spotify, Apple Music. Hey, caffeine, baby. Hey, we did it again. All right. Hey, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Hey, it's your boy B Jones, aka Bolo. And you know when I'm pulling up. I can't pull up without my dog D Nail. And like we always end the show, make sure the best you is the best you and we out peace started on the porch that was where it all began had to put in work every day we got it in we chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it we make it look easy we achieving everything we needed now we undefeated if we link no it's only business if we get to speak and leave them speechless i did things for free but now it costs to see me when you see me you ain't gotta Now up in the lead, now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league we
got a reason We put in work every day of the week, every month, every season So many schemes, had to go off for of the team We gave our all and succeeded, came from the deep end Woman of pots cooking ramen at times, that was all we was eating Now we be feasting, five-star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped the cloth in the seams They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us out cats, we so fresh and so clean Hand about cats, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop, got the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future or where you gon' actually be Keep staying presence, our presence a blessing, it's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching, look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began, had to put in work, every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it, we make it look easy We achieving everything we needed, now we undefeated, if we link Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.